score one for modern medicine. The league's most dominant owner was pulled back from the brink in week seven, as everyone's favorite anti-hero was killed in the absence of his bills. And as the NFL basked in the restorative light of a glowing caduceus, its second best medical student finally managed to put a tally mark in the wind column. In this episode, two corpses discuss life and death in the league and beyond. This is Don't Fear the Keeper. And we are back. As Colin just let you know, this is Don't Fear the Keeper, and I am Diesel. Joining me today is the man you heard in the intro. Uh, I still want to get the pre-recorded thing in there, like coming to you in a pre-recorded fashion from Columbus, Ohio thing. Uh, maybe I'll do it for you, but Colin's here with me. Colin, welcome to the program. Thanks, John. That was a really mm-hmm. well-done, well-worked introduction. I feel very welcomed. Um you're always and, here. I'm not really too worried about it. Yeah, I mean, I hope everyone, as John always says, enjoys that enjoyed that intro, which I've absolutely <laughs> recorded already, and yeah. have a feeling it's one of my best. So yes, um, so yeah, I hope that was a good uh, hype up, and everyone's ready to go. <laughs> I am for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, Colin and I are just as prepared as we always are, and you can take that however you feel like taking it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, so we are we're still at full strength here. Uh I think it bears noting despite the fact that like it was a close run thing. It wasn't it was a close run thing. The easiest thing in the world. Um I mean I, I, we've already gone through it at nauseum, so I don't think we need to rehash it. We'll discuss it. We'll touch on it a little later. So we don't need to get into um my health woes that nearly yeah. kept me sidelined. I won't lie. I was really counting on a full cancellation uh for this week. Uh, Were you? So- yeah, I was kind of thinking it was inevitable. Um, and so, yeah, when I when you said you were ready to do it, I was like, well, fuck. That wasn't what I wanted to hear. But uh, here we are. We're, we're doing it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I kind of felt like this would get us like some like league brownie points. So like, yeah, maybe it will. Maybe like, it you will. know, if we like really need to like not do one, it'll just be like, well, they did the one where John was in the hospital. So like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because we got John in the hospital. We got the Zussie in the in the bussy in my house. Um, <laughs> I couldn't think of an Ussie for my house. In the hussy? No hussies in the hot tub. Because we don't have a good. We haven't come up with a good house name yet. Um, I mean, I I planned on I plan and still do on calling it the Cape. Um, the Cape because it's a Cape Cod style house. Yes. Um. In which case, it could have been the Cape Cussy, but I just didn't feel like... That sounds new. so much worse. I haven't really fully published the Cape yet, so I didn't feel like it would be uh, well-received. It would have been a couple hoops that everyone would have had to jump through to follow your train. Yeah. Of I'm and with I you think, on that. I think it would have been unfair. I'm very interested to hear what Gary comes up with, considering that he's really, like... it. it, it there's, there's definitely opportunity by the fact that he's sandwiched uh, in between, like, the two slightly taller townhouses um i really feel like i don't know he's like maybe you could call it the sternum that's not oh sure he's got the titties to the left the titties to the right and uh Uh, he's just the sternum there he's just the sternum looking up loving life right Uh, yeah he maybe he's the shaft you know he's just you could do balls and shaft um i mean that would be a little bit i'd have to hear the explanation on how how we're getting there but uh, I don't have it. But yeah, so, that's Garrison's. Garrison, uh, let us yeah. know uh, if you listen to the pod. 
let us know what what you're thinking. I know actually he's at his inspection as we speak. So oh, is he? Hopefully, uh, all that goes well, and this doesn't age poorly. That would be. And we're not editing it out. I'll tell you that much. If Garrison sends us a very upset text later tonight, this remains in the, in the episode. I'll tell you. I At the time I said it, I was very happy for you and there's no reason to be concerned. Yeah, everything is sincere here. All right. And even if it's not, it wouldn't be the lowest we've reached on this podcast. So No, and I'm it. sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll get there soon. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, just quickly before we get into we really we have a pretty quick one um, this quick week one. for. Quick one. I like to think obvious reasons uh, dictate that, but you know, you you can all address your questions to whoever the fuck you want to. Um, but let's just do a quick recap. Um, so, really, things after a a one week hiatus of looking like maybe things would change, everything returned exactly to form. No, Gary got a miracle win again to co- again. to kind of go back into the uh into the playoff driver's seat um one of the six so <laughs> i did very much enjoy out zach's uh zach's post today that i really like that like, what everyone would have gotten with everybody else's schedule um i did see i would be three and four with with uh i think it was Gary's schedule. Be, I was gonna say it's gotta be gary gary has yeah. the easiest schedule i would be three and four with gary's schedule which Tells me one thing, which is that my team is even more ass. It's so much worse. It's even more ass than you could possibly imagine because even in the best possible scenario, I don't have a winning record. No. Um, yeah. So that's basically that's what I learned today. Um, and also, in his defense, not something I will often do. Uh, I would be zero seven with Charlie's record. So there's his Mister. It's all my points for, um, you know, there's your credit. The, I, the one week I won, I scored 92 points. So, you know what? You're right. <laughs> you, yeah, it does. It adds up. Um, I mean, yeah, I, if you look, it is interesting because we have a lot of that. Because, like, you can even go to me where it's like, if you look through that, it's like, yeah, I'm not, like, I have the most points for, but I also have, like, now, especially because of what Mike did this week, by far the least points against yes wow i mean so i guess let's get into that Um, yeah mike just clearly shows he's a he's a one he's one uh team pony because when the bills go on by his team just absolutely folded granted i mean yes you could pencil him in for 50 more points but even if he scores 50 more points last week yeah he loses by 30 (laughs) he loses by 30 and like I almost beat him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I do beat him. Uh, you well, do no, beat him. That's not true. I lose by eight. But um, I I yeah. lose to most people by eight in most scenarios <laughs> every um, week. So I will say I think that I think Michael come out swinging next week just based on his conduct thus far this year. But uh, that has to be a blow to the confidence in his wagon. What I mean, what yeah. Uh, the the thing is, like, to I guess number in the sixes. Yeah, just... it's brutal. I mean, the thing that at least he can feel good about is like Amon Ra got knocked out like in the first quarter. So like, what can you do oh, about that? 
Boo-hoo, Mike. Like, he got concussed, and I will... that happen to all your players every game? (laughs) No, I guess... what it's like. My point is that Mike has reason to be optimistic in that McCaffrey's probably going to score more than eight points when he has more than two days to practice with his team. I can't believe McCaffrey played. I really can't. Played, like, it was, like, 25% of the snaps. What I did tell... uh, me, me, uh, Zach, and Gary watched that game together, and what I did tell them is, like, it helps that Kyle Shanahan's offense is the one that everyone in the league runs and yeah. is copied. Uh, exactly. So that when you go to actual Kyle Shanahan, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, These yeah. are the plays that every other team in the NFL <laughs> uses. Yeah. So you're telling me you want me to run a jet sweep right before we run this pass play? That's crazy, or man. All right, let's do it. basically just outside zone every single play. Every single play. Um, and then just so. catching fun screens. So I guess um, in that sense, the I'm not as it's not surprising that he was able to learn it quickly. But at the same time, it's pretty crazy to get traded on. Like I remember being shocked. It was like I think last year it was Zach Ertz, obviously less yeah. a less good or fancy relevant player than McCaffrey. But like he got traded on like a Wednesday and played Thursday night. Like it yeah. was some crazy. Like I can't even believe he had time to pack his like Under Armour <laughs> yeah. and fly to Arizona. Um, <laughs> I think it's interesting though because like when a guy is good enough it does feel like like you have to imagine that like in all those huddles Jimmy Garoppolo was like giving the rest of the team the call and then was leaning over to Christian McCaffrey and then was going like you have a choice route like five steps left or right and like or just he hand just, off right hand yeah off exactly right, something like that yeah we're gonna go zone read to the right you like you're shooting the C gap like that's your read gap like that's that that's like you, you tell him enough that he's like, all right, I could probably do this. You know, I don't think he was like, oh, I understand all the passing like block, like yeah. the pass block coverages. But anyway, um, you would expect you would expect him to um, blossom now in more. the new situation. And um, Amon Ra's gonna again. Apparently, he's just actually like he's gonna play. Like they already said, like he's gonna he's already passed. He's, he's already gonna be fine again. Okay. Well, it was like Dan Campbell was like he's gonna play next week, like I, in the post game press say- conference. <laughs> The one thing that I, I guess, so has Mike been starting Devonta Smith? Is that? I is believe that, he has. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's the one thing I'm, I'm thinking now when you look at this is that it is remarkable how thin, how thin Mike's uh, castle is, is here. Like Diggs and Allen, I think are unassailable as long as neither of them gets injured. And I think Allen is like built like a van. So he's basically, he's not going to get injured. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I mean, Devontae Smith has been fine, right? What is he? He's twenty six. Twenty six. And he's starting like the Drake London, Alec Pierce, like the guys that he can turn to um, down his lineup from those Bills guys. I do think there's room for concern about the sustainability. But well, yeah, that's injuries though. That's that he also anybody. just yeah he also just had a bad week. It's yeah. not like that big. Moving from one bad week to another, uh, the wheels also fall off for Ben as Ben finds his old mediocrity and throws up 107 in a very winnable game against Garrison. Uh, no, the thing that we've learned is that no game against Garrison is winnable <laughs> uh, because I guess, I, yeah, he just he just strikes fear into his opponents as a key referenced today. Um, yeah, I mean, not a great game. It was Gary awful. 17. Um, which is not he would have beat me, Ben, and Mike. <laughs> Mike, um, everyone would beat Mike. So, 
so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's a whole lot to say about this one other than Ben is kind of falling off the pace of the wagon teams. I do, I do feel yes. he's sort of in a second tier where now we've separated into like you, Mike and Zach being the actual good teams. And then yeah. uh, Ben, Paul, Gary, Gary, all being sort of the suspect good teams. Gary's is just voodoo magic. Um, but suspect is, yeah, the, the suspect for Gary is in bold, underlined, and suspect, italics. But uh, voodoo magic is more applicable. More pro- applicable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then if you want to talk about some teams that might be fake bad, potentially, I think that both. Brian and Alex put up enough points this week where you could kind of go like, okay, like Brian, certainly, obviously, like 140 is going to win you most weeks. Uh, yeah, I mean, 20 from his defense, uh, which is not think, sustainable, always a fluke, but even 133, which is what I would correct it to, is still a respectable score. I mean, I, I would say it's clear that just like there's now tiers of the playoff teams, there's tiers of the losers bracket teams to where like, <laughs> Brian and Alex are clearly the two of the better losers bracket teams. And then Charlie and I um, are clearly the worst of the losers bracket teams. Now, that being said, I do still have a, any given, uh, any given Sunday mentality about any of those guys. Um, like I, it's going to be a bloodbath <laughs> at the end of the year. If, if no one's able, if Brian or Alex isn't able to fight back past Gary um, into the playoffs, and that's why I do think that the 100% playoff chance that they're giving me right now on ESPN is right, because I think you you four are just going to beat the living shit out of each other towards the end of the season. And well, I mean, no. what Alex, or what Zach said was pretty accurate. Like, uh, yeah. the only reason, like, your chance is basically, is based on every matchup. It's not just you winning, it's every matchup going some exact specific way for the rest of yeah. the year. Um, so, yeah. I think it makes sense. I, I mean, the Zeke on it, the Zeke renaissance that is sort of helping Brian out is definitely interesting. And uh, two and touchdowns yeah, I mean, isn't very sustainable, but yeah, I mean, their offense is going to be better with Dak in it. So like, you got to be kind of hopeful. He's got Mahomes, and, which is always nice. He uh, has Mahomes. He has Waddle, who's still good. Um, you know, the Chiefs appear to be back on murder gang. Which is basically just they are whoever has they the best themselves. defense, they just want to play them, yeah. And then they'll score forty four. <laughs> <laughs> that I did watch that game from the hospital room actually, and it was fun. It was fun to watch. It Mahomes was a fun absolutely. game. I mean, it was sort of close uh, at the beginning for reasons that are entirely clear to me. But the 49ers were just their defense was just absolutely lost, and Mahomes Joe had Bosa... twenty six points, but they could have. He could have had. They ran two yeah. bullshit jet sweeps to Nicole Hardman, yeah. just uh, because. It, it sh- just because they can. It should have been a thirty-five point week. Those were Andy Reid galaxy brain moves, where he was just like, in like three weeks when we're playing an like a better team, I want them to be worried about Nicole Hardman on the jet sweep. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna yeah. run I mean, this they, three they times. They can respect it, I guess. Once you're when you're really vibing against <laughs> what was again supposed to be. They went. I saw that the 49ers went from first in scoring defense to seventh in one. Yeah, they yeah they went from first to fifth in like yards per play. Yeah, (laughs) can you imagine how many yards you have to put up? That's Um, what happens when you play the Chiefs this year. So I was also watching it 
or well, yeah, you guys were too. Uh, Joey or no, Nick Bosa got called for two consecutive uh, neutral zones, which is just his vision was just swimming. He just couldn't figure out (laughs) no idea where he was. Honestly, incredible. Um, And then I guess one last note is that Zach kind of after a a bad week uh, last week really plants his flag back in the like, no, I'm still good. Uh, category no yeah and th- that's why last week i labeled zach not a zach but a alex he uh, but an alex is, i think he's gonna hang around he's he's definitely not going to be the uh you know the best i don't think he'll have the best record at the end of the year but like has been his custom um but i think maybe that'll serve him well and then i yeah, guess I was it gonna does say. have to be noted that this i mean my team is definitely the worst but it is, yeah. The things that have been happening to me are absolutely out of control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to cover that? Have happened is someone just be injured before a game? <laughs> try, try that. Why well, don't at the beginning of a game you be injured, and then I'll just put you on IR and play uh-huh. somebody else. Uh, Nothing is. Week, what ended up happening was, uh, one of my guys. I can't even know. I don't even remember their fucking names. Uh, it was Mike. It was not Mike. Well, it was DK Metcalf got injured in the yeah, first quarter. Carted off DK, the field. Carted off the field. By the way, he has a calf injury. He's likely going to play next week, which is my favorite part of and that. They story. said he had patellar damage. Yeah, um, like that's not in your calf, John. No, I thought it came out today that it was. Uh, like it, I saw some article or like a headline that was essentially like. I do Metcalf, think he's gonna. I do think he's gonna play. It was like um, a Metcalf. Maybe um, there's a real chance that I just read Metcalf. I think the word calf is in there. I think and he I, did because I happens. think Pete Killer was quoted quoted as saying, there's something going on in the patellar. <laughs> that was what his that that was right. Take. So he got injured there. Mike Williams, the only guy on my team that had a good week, and really the only guy on my team that's been consistently good all year, um, got to the fourth quarter and then in garbage time, got a high ankle sprain in his probably gone forever um then you had uh i think james robinson is something else i think that i think that was a different thing and then james robinson was just benched because they were gonna trade him yep and they said that he would play and then they i guess he was not listed on the injury report and then doug peterson said basically he was like ah he was actually sore all week and we just played it safe. Well, yeah, they didn't want to get him injured and lose a whatever a fourth round draft pick or whatever so they he, got for him. So he just didn't play. So um, three of my guys. Okay, and I, and I, and I lost. I lost by twenty five. Okay, sure, but I had three players that <laughs> couldn't fucking finish the game. I mean, yeah, you could probably expect ten points. I mean, you at least expect James Robinson to get you nine. Like, <laughs> I mean, um. I, yeah, it's just bad. I, I it is kind of funny. I, I don't necessarily. Um, I'm still holding out hope that I can win the one game that matters. But I now it's getting bleak. It's it's like now I just don't even know who I'm going to start. So, I mean, James Robinson was traded to a better situation, so that's true. But that. maybe he's sore and also a pussy. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough to it's, say. it's tough to say. <laughs> it is all possible, Colin. Um, well, okay. I think that about covers us for the past week. Um, we did a nice 20 minutes on that. So I think we can just knock out one quick segment and then just, you know, get on out of here. 
Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so now we're going to jump into our one segment uh, that uh, I have decided to title, Flu Are You? Um, I actually made it a pun this week. Recently, I haven't even. I've really not been trying with these. So I, I, I've, I've, I I've, I've tried. You've tried. tried. With no, you've absolutely I tried. I haven't. Um, no, it's not you. Um, but so this one is. Um, so you know, there's a lot of talk of flu games. Uh, you know, just in general around just everything because it's a fun thing to say. Like, oh yeah, no, this was your flu game. Um, so coming off of my my abscess induced absolute demolishing of Mike. Um. And yes, I am thanking the abscess that I had on my tonsil for for giving me all those points. I think that that's where those came from. You've always been a big proponent of plot armor, um, in in a way incorrectly, that, in a way that does not correctly use the word. But no. you have you have tried to use it uh, for for some years. So I'm glad that your incorrect <laughs> usage finally paid off. Finally paid off. I mean, I think I just deserve credit for I, at the last second, changed my lineup because I was sitting in an emergency room at 8.30 in the morning and the notification came through that DeAndre Swift wasn't going to be playing. And I was like, fuck me. All right. I got, and then I picked up fucking Chuba Hook. I think I deserve credit for that, if, if nothing else. I mean, I think anyone deserves credit for changing their lineup instead of being Zach and doing nothing and then just nothing. bitching about it for 30 being minutes so mad. to an hour. Talking about how wronged you are. Talking about how... Everyone else has it so easy. How everyone has it so easy and has these long penises and you just have whatever, <laughs> you know, you have. And she's um, Yeah. So I'm glad from that aspect, you, mm-hmm. you performed much better than that. So good job. <laughs> it's a low bar, <laughs> but I got over it. Um, so what I wanted to do here was to discuss uh, some of the best flu game performances. And I really only have a couple ideas. But I, I feel like there's other stuff here if we oh, dig. So we, we might have to brainstorm because here's what happened, John. Yeah. No one other than you either gets sick often enough or has random pathetic hangovers enough to get chances at flu games. At I flu feel games. like you've, you've got to have flus to be a flu game guy. Well, it doesn't need and to be a physical illness, called- though. You know, so like the, it can what's be. The, what's the counter? Someone like, what? What's happened to anybody? No one's been hit I by don't a know. car. That would be cool. Uh, Charlie has been hit by a car. I Charlie feel the impact, but I don't think he had a fantasy game the next day. <laughs> and all that ended up happening was he got bullied by his dad. He did get bullied in front of all of us. There's no. Um, retrib- it's hard to find uh, examples of retribution, right? Well, yeah, it's more like karmic retribution in the, the sense of like, like I'm thinking like, like, let's say somebody just like, yeah, got let's absolutely it, bodied. Let's do it. Uh, we'll, let's hear your, I have one. Uh, so we could, we could start with you and then we'll go to me and we'll okay. see where we, what we can find out. Okay. Well, I, so I think, um, so the one that I actually wanted to go with it from a more broad spectrum, um, like not just fantasy football, like obviously, but like just talking yeah. about our group of friends as a whole was um 
I think that Charlie and Eli may deserve a full summer flu game for the summer after sophomore year where they would just get absolutely shit-faced until like 3 o'clock in the morning every day and then just continue to go to their terrible jobs. I don't know why, but I feel like that qualifies as some sort of like... I mean, they belonged in some sort of like rehab center, I think, at the end of that summer. But the fact that they were able to continue to do it that long... Like the longevity of that, I think, deserves some credit. So you you think Chuck sticking with uh, with Ochem and Cabs training despite being a, a bumper to bumper degenerate is deserving of some yeah. acknowledgement? Yeah, the fact that he was like getting absolutely blackout drunk with Eli, and then he would just wake up the next day and just oh. like he, he and Eli would just crush an entire bottle of rum and just get up the next day and just go back. And Eli would go and like, just sit in a dark room and stare at slides for. Like yeah, I guess, I guess that's fair. Hours. I think from, I think, I think I'd be more inclined and Eli will never hear this. So I'm not going to, I don't feel bad. I'm more inclined yeah. to give it to Charlie because Eli, well, he did technically procedurally complete his job, uh, <laughs> did not in any way excel or want no. to, uh, Whereas Charlie did genuinely learn how to drive buses during that period, um, well, which he is was, yeah. almost more fucking terrifying. <laughs> and um, and so I, I do think Charlie, and then, you know, we had the OCHEM, whatever. So I do think Charlie maybe mm. had more, uh, got more in the margin. Like, because to, to me, a flu game is, is it, it's excelling under yes. the mission of stress, right? It's succeeding. So, well, and he did, he did, he passed the, uh, the, the test to actually get his CDL. At the That's end true. of that summer, I believe. That's true. So, so he did actually retain all of the ridiculous things that he was doing while also like being a complete degenerate in no, every off true. hour. So I guess I could follow that one up. Uh, and this was more of a, this was again, sort of a chronic situation, but it, it's absolutely astonishing to me that Brian would do those 5 a.m. RPAC lifeguard shifts. <laughs> Yeah. In particular, like I know he did some on Fridays, like after Thursday nights at Outer Inn. Yeah. Um, and double wells, and then show up four thirty and walk to the RPAC uh, for work. And he did that for like at least two semesters, I think. Um, yeah. Which is honestly crazy. I definitely don't think. I mean, in the moment, I, I have done that for UPS, so I know that I that when you actually have to, you do, but still very impressive. Well, it, it's, and again, so much of this is self-inflicted, but like, um, it's, cause like, yeah, I would say all, all you have to do is just not go out on that Thursday night. But like, you're like 20 years old, you're 21 that years old. Fucking terrible, John. That's yeah. the worst idea I've ever heard. You really want to do it. Um, but yeah, I feel like I do think that that qualifies. And that actually reminded me, I wish Brian had done something cooler after he slipped down the hidden path and like came back and like bled everywhere, like all over the front porch. Like if Brian had like gone and like, like really like absolutely like nailed a test right after that, like, like he went to go take like a midterm and just like absolutely crushed it. That would have been a perfect one, but I think he just like went to class and just didn't do anything. I'd like the, another one that would have been good is when we all made fun of Charlie for like chugging the two liters of Sprite and then uh, Brian punched him in the stomach and then he went around the corner. <laughs> uh, if then the next day Charlie's team had won the beer Olympics instead of our team just absolutely yeah. rinsing him, uh, that would have been another good example. That would have been a good so one. It just goes to show, you know, flu games aren't given easily. You they gotta, aren't given every day. 
You got to earn it. I think Just I want to give chip isn't enough. I want to give one other one, but you're going to have to back check me on it potentially. Uh, Cause I wasn't there for the eventual follow through. Um, so there was one day. Uh, it was when Meg was finally moving out of Grand Rapids and um, Tommy and Johnny came up and stayed at the ranch. Oh, this is true. Yeah. This yeah. Is true. And they, uh, they came up and stayed at the ranch and it was like, we were all in the process of moving out. So like, we were just sort of like hanging out. We're just playing a lot of like Tiger Woods, PGA tour. Um, and we just got absolutely hammered while doing it. But like, obviously like Garrison and I got hammered. And we were and knew that we were doing nothing the next bet. day. Yeah, <laughs> Colin, you got pretty hammered, and then you went to bed at like midnight or something like that. Like maybe uh, one yeah, it was like two, I think. Something like yeah, that. and then like you left at like ten a.m. the next morning. It turned out that Johnny and Tommy stayed up essentially the entire night. Um, yeah, because we gave Tommy free license to have all the bad beers that had been in our fridge for two years. And he yes. was committed to staying up until he finished all of them. He took it as a mandate and drank like yeah. 12 beers until about six o'clock in the morning. And I got to give Tommy credit. He then he got in the car and I, this is where I need you to validate the fact that he actually like helped and was like at even close to a I like mean, he functional. Did. The only, I think this is fair. The only thing uh, counter is that like, he got to spend five hours in the car. It wasn't like we were unloading stuff. It was like the next, and, yeah, like hour. It was like five hours later. So there was time to recover. I mean, yes, but he, he definitely participated. It was just a wild choice more than anything else. <laughs> um, yeah, mean, the flu game uh, aspect of it almost feels more that he chose to be like, no, I'm I'd doing this. I'm finishing this. The better one is that uh, at the end of senior year, we moved – Cat oh and Meg God. out of their house after the big burn. Yeah. And I had been branded. You deserve it I more had, than anyone. I had run through the frat and tripped on a speed bump and, and actually broken my wrist. It, yes. It, it still cracks. I don't know if you can hear that. I hear it. I actually um, do. Uh, it still cracks from that. Uh, and then woke up in the morning with in Meg's bed with Catherine's parents in the house had to they come were. up with some pretense for how I was there uh, already in Meg's bed um, of course. and then move stuff with what it was effectively a broken wrist and one of the worst hangovers I've ever had and a brand that I and had a brand. No band, that I had put no bandaid on or anything. <laughs> it was just raw skin and pants. Um, and then we I feel like I remember their shit. And all of our shit to the that rain. day. That was a terrible day. I, I actually really feel like I remember. Wasn't that like one of your first times meeting Meg's parents too? It was early. It was one of the earlier times. I yeah. was gonna say it was like the second or third time you'd ever met them. Yeah, I feel like uh, something like that. So that like I think that you, was you couldn't like mail it in and just be like like ah yeah I had a long night last night. And they're like ah classic Colin. Like no, it was like you were still really putting on a show. So I think I think for this one, John, uh, it's very hard to remember other people's flu games. So I, it I, is. Let's get some. Let's get some public engagement uh, on. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think is your flu game? I think that move. I think that's good. I think that move was definitely my main flu game. Um, and then that, if we're doing it oh, from absolutely. a fantasy a fantasy perspective, um, I'd say the fact that I won the league the year I got diabetes 
should get. <laughs> it absolutely. I mean, that's the closest thing we have because that was an actual sickness. Like it's yeah. not. The rest of these are self-imposed hangovers, that being not real said, sicknesses. In- including this year, which I think is safe to do. I've now lost the league with diabetes more often than I've won. You've won it. Uh, but you know, there's always next year I can bring those odds back to two and two. And again, the first year is what matters. That's what, like, really, like, is the make or break thing. I feel oh, like. and then, so yeah, so I guess just to wrap this this part up, yeah, share share what you think your flu game is. Yeah, I want to hear him actually debate it. Um, what I did want to tag on is that Brian added you to the um, would be dead without modern medicine uh, list, which I think is probably fair. Um, yeah, would you join the ranks of me? Matt sells, and he, he said maybe Paul. I think probably Paul. I think Paul would agree. Paul, Paul, Paul would have died. Couldn't he? Couldn't operate. Uh, no. So maybe you know maybe there's some turnaround, but Paul was probably at like six, probably like two two to one odds that he, or sorry, <laughs> one to two odds. Well, uh, I was gonna say, Paul was at like two to one odds that he wasn't gonna make it like with modern medicine. Like, well, I like don't know. I don't know if that was true, but I'd say you probably were also done. Um, the one that I think got missed was Ben's asthma and Ben can mm. probably correct me, but Ben, Ben can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the way that he talks about his asthma, it's bad enough that it could potentially have killed him. It could have taken not him out as, already. Not an asthma expert. So Ben, you know, chip in if I'm, if I'm off base there, uh, you can, you can get off the list. No. Um, Colin, we are judge, jury, and executioner on this podcast. If we say no. that Ben would be dead without modern medicine, Ben would be dead without modern medicine. I guess the only question that really remains is just... Uh, who's Charlie next? should be on that list. I still maintain it. I don't know how yet, but something will come up that will prove me correct. Italian genes. So you're, you're, <laughs> you, think Char- you think Charlie is the next to go up on the list? Next is so hard because it's it's got to be something weird. But just given the fact that he totally does have sleep apnea, it makes me feel like yes, yes. He I mean, will. knowing me, I I just think the next person to go on the list will be me for something else. Another um, reason, yeah, yeah. That's generally. I really I don't know how. Like I know for a fact that I could just never be a doctor, and it's and it's mm. not. I mean, I don't know if I have the if I have the intellect for it, but it's mostly because every disease that I learned about, I'd be able to diagnose myself with within a week um, <laughs> and just be convinced. Like basically the way that I look at life is that like, I think the odds of me getting, getting old are like the odds of you getting your quarterback, getting like 30 on a Monday to win. Like it definitely, you can come up with scenarios. Possible. For, you can come up with scenarios for it to happen, <laughs> but you're not counting on it. That is an, that's actually up there is probably one of the most depressing things you've ever said. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. So anyway, glad I'm not a doctor. The less diseases I know, the less diseases I know, the less I have. So there's that. Actually, you would have really struggled with what I got told on Sunday night because they were like, they took care of this thing. They drained it. And then they just go, so like before they leave, they're like, okay, so you should be good. Like take the antibiotics. There is a 20% chance that this thing comes back anytime within like the next couple days to the next five years. Like we have okay. no idea. Yeah. Thanks. I wish you would every been- sore throat that I have for the next like rest That's of my sweet. life. Essentially. I could just essentially just be like, all right, 
Let's see if back. I can breathe in a couple days. <laughs> back. Well, this fuckers back. So far, uh, modern medicine has prevailed. We're all here. We're um, all still so, here. So yeah. All right, that was a fun one. We I ended think on we a, stuck I the think landing. We ended on a bright note, right? I think we did. Yeah, <laughs> we're all still alive. I don't think that it could get much worse. <laughs> You tried to end us on a bad note, but I think we turned it around at the very end there. I did my best. Um, All right, let's dive into some predictions here uh, and then then hop on out. We're still going to do 40 minutes. I feel okay about that. Um, Okay, so last week uh, I went two and three. Colin, continuing a strong streak. Uh, Three and two. I'm steady at three and two now. Uh, So staying above water and, you know, we've seen a 4-1 to 1-4 in the past so if that happens then close the gap it can always happen uh that's actually the interesting thing is that i think no matter how good i wind up doing there is always a way for it to just come crashing back down to me like we don't play enough games that like you could truly build up an insurmountable lead yeah that's definitely true i mean until um three weeks from now or whatever yeah i mean i guess with like a week to go uh, but yeah uh but so so I am currently sitting at 22 and 13. Colin officially over 500 at 18 and 17 uh, after coming in at a really just beautiful 15 and 15 last week that I will miss. But um, we'll see if you can go two and three this week and kind of get us back down to a nice, nice round number on both sides of the the dash there. Um, Okay. So let's Colin. Why don't you walk us through your, uh, uh, why don't you pick, uh, pick our matchups here? What do you, so, all right. Um, let's well, just, see. just pick any order. It doesn't really matter. You know, we can right, do well, this. Start with my game or we don't. Because I've been very clear uh, on my methodology for how I'm going to be picking my games. Uh, mm-hmm. All my friends are dead and <laughs> I'm bad and I won't pick myself until I win again. So I'm picking Paul. <laughs> That's fair. I'm going to take a quick look just to make sure I'm not missing something. But um, I suspect I will also pick Paul. Um Tough, Again, it's when my, tough when the little projected leaders icon is a player that I didn't currently have starting. <laughs> it's questionable. It is. Um, I mean, you do have guys through here that could potentially... I mean, again, there's there's Only reason for optimism. To lose by five, but it just... I Like I said, I just don't believe it. Well, Paul has Eckler out. And like Paul has been beatable. Like, I think that there's reason for longer term optimism. I don't know that this is the week for it. <laughs> I will say, I well, I, I actually will say this is the first week in a while where I've felt like there is a chance I could make the case. Um Right. So I I could see picking me, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I think really my biggest issue with it is that Michael Pittman Jr. will have Sam Ellinger throwing to him, which That's um true. Could I mean, somehow they, result in negative points. They clearly thought that they just benched Matt Ryan, so clearly they think it's going to be better. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of articles about it, and essentially the argument is um, their offensive line is so bad that there's no way that Sam Ellinger, who can move at a little bit, can be worse than Matt Ryan, who cannot move at all. Like yeah, it's like true. if Sam Ellinger like rolls out of the pocket and loses two yards on every play instead of five, they're in better shape than they were. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair uh but yeah so i'm gonna go with paul as well here um where are we going next all right i think the second worst game uh so i'm going from worst game to best game of course in my opinion uh i think the second worst game is alex and zach uh 
There's yeah. just not really anything interesting about this one. Alex does appear to be getting Jonathan Taylor back. Uh, so that's good, I guess. Um, but, you know, yeah. Zach with, with Hertz. I, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Not not going to be picking too many dogs today. Uh, I'm going to pick Zach to keep the momentum up. Yeah, I mean, I think that Alex has a lot of reason. to be Like, looking through Alex's lineup, I feel the same thing that I did at the beginning of the year, where it's like, all these guys look pretty good. Like, I could see Alex putting up 130. Yeah, um, I agree. And I feel like, yeah, next week, I would probably go like, you know, like, oh, okay, like, yeah, he could beat Brian or something. But like, uh, this week, I feel like Zach is just very good top to bottom. But yeah. You know I what, kinda, no. No, yeah, I, I like Alex's team here. I really do. I'm actually going Alex. I'm talking myself because you just go down, and the further down I go, the more I like Alex over Zach. I do. I don't know why. I I really like Mostert. I, I wish I like Poster. I like. I wish that I had had him instead of fucking Chase Edmonds. Sure, yeah, I'll tell you that yeah. much right now. Um, I don't like Aaron Jones against Buffalo. Ramondre Stevenson is a New England running back, so no one knows. So yeah, no, I don't know. Alex wins on the strength of. Uh, his oh, flex guys. Know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. fair. Okay, at least we have some deviation there. I need to. Yeah. It, it it it's no fun if we just keep picking the like. Well, Zach is better than Alex, so Zach win. All right. All right. So then next we're gonna go to Brian and Gary, uh, which is like the trial. Oh Alex, Alex just had a chance. At this right, uh, where or no, Alex did beat Gary, uh, but. This is like Brian's chance to close the gap to the playoffs, right? Right. He gets, he gets the weakest playoff team, um, and it's it's prove-it time. So uh, this one's hard to project because both of them have no players. Yeah. Currently, uh, ne- neither have a quarterback, which kind of just makes it even. The Chiefs are out. Uh, I feel like this has got to be Brian. I mean, I cannot even conjure a narrative in which garrison wins this other than derrick henry scoring like you know 50 points which he's capable of doing he is but like yeah you have naeem hines like is now gonna be the second guy again and that offense might just be nonsense um tyler boyd played pretty well i think this he played week, awesome like, he played awesome yeah, he played, oh yeah he had 30 points yeah he he looked fantastic and like if he can keep that up then yeah mate yeah, Gary has a lot of guys where it's like, huh, he played really well. And then it's like, I don't have any confidence he could do it again, but he might. I don't know. Like, Yeah, like Gallup and... Gallup, Gallup I mean, yeah, and Gallup played like shit last week. Yeah, zero points. So, Actually, zero points. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I just feel like Brian's team is actually... Yeah, I, I, I'd love to go with Gary here, but I think from a um, narrative standpoint, too, it just is Brian because it's going to be Garrison who's going to keep losing to his competition. And just beating like, and then beating the actual good teams. Yeah, he's gonna beat me, and it's just gonna be. It's not gonna make any sense, but he's gonna make the playoffs based on that. He's gonna be the exact opposite of like you know. There's always that one team that just like beats up on like only under five. It's usually an NFC East team because the NFC East is so terrible. Yeah, like like it's like the Cowboys go like, you know, like six and zero against under five hundred teams, but then they just like get smoked. Garrison is the exact opposite of that. He only shows yeah. up when it's game time. For sure. All right, where next? 
We're now going to the Mike Ben matchup. I love uh, it. One of the only good matchups. Mike gets full strength bills back. He gets probably a more acclimated McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Everything is pointing towards a Mike rebound. And for that reason, I'm going to take Ben. <laughs> I was literally about to type Mike. I uh, I was kind of feeling that too because I feel like the the vibes are off with Mike's team. The They're vibes are off, off with both of their teams, though. That's know, the issue. Like Lamar played like garbage. Oh, he sucks. Yeah, he sucked so bad. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers might not even be a team anymore. I'm not convinced they played in that game. Like, like I said, everything is pointing to Mike here. Did you see that Mike Evans drop actually very quickly? I think it was really, Mike Evans. Really bad. Yeah. I have really never bad. seen something like that. Is that like the one that the Christian Watson had uh first the well, first week? But the Christian Watson one, it's like you always see it, it hits it, it hits him in the hands, and then they go to tuck it and they lose it. Yeah. I have never seen a guy like volleyball it back up to himself three times and then lose it forty five yards true. downfield. It was that is awful. I have never seen that before. If he'd finally caught it. Uh, it would have been really cool. probably been the most air yards on any Tom Brady uh, Tom Brady throw ever because he bobbled it for like 30 yards. He did. Yeah, he, he touched it at like the 25. I'm interested to see how the yak works. Does it yeah. does it go from contact or does it go from when you secure the ball? It doesn't matter. It's, but it's got to be once you secure the ball. I don't know. But yeah, so that's and you know what? For that reason, I'm picking Mike. I don't trust okay. Mike Evans. His vibes are off. Um, ben, and I just don't don't let me down, Ben. Come on. I, this is really just a. I, they're both projected for like about one forty. I have a feeling that neither of these teams hits one twenty somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, All right. Well, I, I know what's that left. Brings us to the marquee matchup, which is the marquee matchup for exactly one reason, and that is the diagram. And I mean the <laughs> diagram with a capital D. Yeah, uh, the Chuck Kesa master plan is put up to the test against John, um, John seven and zero, Charlie one and six, going head to head, and Charlie has himself penciled in. Uh, I guess it's actually inked in for a. It w is inked in, I think. Pixeled in. Yeah, pixeled in. Um, the question is: Does the diagram live on, or does it? Does it die after four weeks of accuracy? All right, I'll just say it. I am worried this time. <laughs> if you asked me two weeks ago, and I felt like I would feel better once Charlie got a win, because like if it was 0-7 versus 7-0, it was like, there's oh, no way. No, like, I'm losing. I'm, now you're scared? I Well, because here's the thing. If it was a couple weeks ago, and it's like, all right, like whatever. Like I got Swift back. I got Jacobs back. Joe Burrow's playing amazing. Like... I got Tyree kill. I like Hollywood Brown is like, is playing fantastic. I'm good, but Hollywood's hurt. Deandre Swift is allegedly going to play for the second week in a row. And I don't believe it. I don't know who I'm going to, I mean, I guess I'll play Darrell Williams, uh, or not, sorry, Darrell Henderson. Like, I don't, I'm getting thin. I am missing Kelsey, which Charlie brought up in the original, like crafting of this list where he was like, well, John doesn't have Travis Kelsey. So that's going to do him in. But it, it bears a good point. Like, I lose that positional advantage that I enjoy every week. I, what do you I don't know. 
What do you do? Oh, no, I'm picking myself. No, I'm picking myself. I'm picking myself 100 times out of 100 because my guys find a way to do it every week. I never know where it's going to come from. Last week, it was Joe Burrow and uh, Josh Jacobs combining for almost 70 points. That's true. And what are you going to... I, I don't know what it's going to be this week. Maybe Tyreek Hill's going to put up 30 again. Maybe Rashad Bateman's going to remember how to catch a football. Or, I guess more accurately, Lamar Jackson's going to remember to throw it to him. I don't know. Um, but I got the Bills defense in, so I think I'm unbeatable. I'm taking me. Who are you taking? Well, I was going to take you, uh, cause I thought you were wavering no. there in your faith for a second. Um, I will not consider picking against myself until I lose at least one game. But now that you've, you've held the line, I'm putting my faith in the diagram in the, and di- I'm, gonna, oh my and I'm picking God. Charlie. That's insane. Laying it all on the line for old Chuck. I mean, you were the first victim, so I guess you have a lot of. Because here's the thing: I know how the diagram worked. If, if, if well, your you know name how the comes up works. next to a W, you lost. You lost. That's how I'm also it thinking, like, from a psychological standpoint, if I lose this week, then your loss gets erased almost. Because it's like, well, of course, Colin lost. He was up against the diet. He wasn't facing Charlie. He was yeah. facing the diagram. That's true. Yeah. It's like free will has just been removed from this scenario. <laughs> I don't have to worry about free will anymore at all. I mean, I just, I... it's just me versus the diagram. <laughs> and we all know who wins that battle every time. <laughs> it is fascinating the position that this has put us in now. Because obviously it gets way more real if if I lose. Because it's like Once it's you, two, your team is defunct. Like... Yeah. Well, your team was defunct. I've scored 140 points every week. If I lose this game, like all of a sudden this starts to mean something. It starts to look like, yeah, I mean, I'll start picking the diagram uh, <laughs> more than I already have. So it's just well, a fascinating I guess thing. We'll have to wait and see. Because I don't want it to be real, but at the same time, man, it would be a really fun time to watch it be real. Um, okay. Well, I think that's about going to do it for us here. Um, so I took. Paul, Alex, Brian, Mike, and myself. Colin, you took Paul, Zach, Brian, Ben, and the diagram. I'm actually I'm erasing Charlie's name. You're taking diagram. I yeah, I don't give a fuck about Charlie. About Charlie. As about the it gram. should be well documented by now. I, I care That's only true. for the diagram. For the diagram. The best part about it is just how <laughs> how fucking disheveled Charlie looks in the picture. He looks like he's been awake for three days. And this is like <laughs> the culmination of like a three day absolute spree. It's the always like, sunny thing where he's been connecting it, like yarns. He really <laughs> looks like that. He's got his hat is on like crooked. He's got like wisps of hair sticking out. His eyes look baggy. He looks awful. He looks but awful, but like, he also looks proud of himself is the issue. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, that, that's all I got, John. That's all he got. All right. Well, I'm not even going to ask you for any parting thoughts. I'm going to count that. Um, be sure to check back uh, next week uh, this time for hopefully no new medical updates from anybody oh. in the league, let alone the two yeah. of us. Um, That'd be ideal. And uh, yeah, we will hopefully have just a normal fucking episode for you. Um, so check back again. But until you hear from us, then peace. <laughs>